In today's show, we discuss, is income tax immoral? And therefore, should it be banned? And now, the TNT Talk Show, daring to go where other podcasts fear to trip. Hello, I'm Tony Fasula, and I share the stage with my esteemed friend and colleague, Tayo Boya. Tayo, hello, my friend. Once again, I hope you are keeping safe and well. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> still, still here, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to ask you to say hi to our audience because you just... Oh, things are looking up. Things are looking up. <laughs> we just bring them down. So I'll I'll spare them that. And I'll say hi to the audience. Hi, audience. How are you doing? I hope you're great and going to enjoy this show. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, in today's show, this is a, this is a topic that you brought up: income tax being immoral and should it be banned? So, do you want to kick things off as to why you're you've got this beef with income tax? I, I will. Income. I was working uh, somewhere because I used to be an itinerant software developer. So, going from place to place because I worked as a contractor. I didn't have a uh, a permanent jo- permanent job. I remember working somewhere and looking at my pay slip and everything. I'd been paid through um, an umbrella company. And of course, they take the tax out and they deal with all the tax and everything. And they just give you what's left. So it makes life a lot easier. You don't have to worry about tax, accountants, all that. It's all been, it's all done for you. At the end of the tax year, you get your certificates and all that. And life is, you know, life is easy. And I was looking at all this tax, you know, chunks of tax been taken off. And I was just thinking to myself, and I converted it, and I think it was getting out of like uh, for I, I'd work a five day week, but for two of those days, I had basically worked for the government, and it's not as if I had volunteered to do that. I didn't have a choice in it. Now, when you don't have a choice in working for someone, we have a name for that. What's cool. it called? What's it called? When you force someone to work for you, slavery. Yeah, it's slavery. And for two days of the week, I'm a slave. Now, it's dressed up nicely, but the mere fact that I don't have a choice in it, I can't say, you know what? Hang your so-called benefits of being part of the society. Uh, I sign out. I don't want any part of it. And it's okay. If I fall ill, you don't have to come and pick me up. I can't call on the NHS. I can't do this. I can't do that. Police don't have to worry about me if I get robbed or whatever. I'm outside of the system, but I choose that. Then if it's if you have that choice and you think, well, I don't want to live like that. I'd rather be part of society. I'd rather have all those protections in place. Then you pay your tax, pay happily. Then it's voluntary. But when it becomes involuntary, it's actually... Slavery, and you can't, you know, you can dress it up any which way you like, and you can, you can claim, uh, as I think you are about to do, that it's imperative, it's good for society, it's the only way society can work. Well, that's exactly what the southern states said in America when they wanted to hang on to their slaves. They gave all sorts of reasons why it was a good idea to enslave people. So I am really not disposed, not well disposed, to. The any arguments? I mean, you've already lost because you just can't convince me that slavery is a good idea. 
I'm so, agreeing with you. Slavery is not a good idea. Yeah. So since I see there's been a form of slavery, either you're going to have to convince me that it isn't that it isn't a form of slavery, which you can't do because I've it's an intellectual thing. So I just I've logicked it out. I've reasoned okay. my way there. Or you you have to uh, uh, prove that uh, for some reason I mis my misunderstand the situation and and it isn't. Have I just repeated myself twice? Yeah. So it isn't a form of slavery. <laughs> Let me, see, okay, let me ask you a question. No, before you do, because oh. I want to finish. I want to finish oh. my argument. Then you can attack. You can attack me. Now, now there are reasons why the government needs to take money off people. Uh, apart from control, which is one of the reasons, but it's a lesser reason. There's more conspiracy. Um, it's more conspiratorial than okay. than sort of realistic. But certainly, exerting control is part of it. Apart from that, there are actual bills the government has to pay. So you can then legitimately ask me, well, hang on, dude, how do we then pay for armed forces? How do we pay for the police? How do we pay for this, that, and the That's other? That's exactly what I was going to add in. Well, you see, so I've already thought about that. And oh, answer, okay. And the answer is through things like value-added tax and corporation taxes, and businesses will pay, and then they, in turn, charge us, and we, in turn... So you're not actually against taxes you're just against one particular tax which is yes. income tax yes correct so if we dress it up another way mm -hmm. if we got rid of income tax mm -hmm. but increased all the other taxes you're happy with that yes because it's voluntary you want to use the roads pay for the damn thing it's not free so you're advocating additional taxes on all different services that we use. I don't well additional to what we have now, but it won't be additional. It'll just be you don't pay income tax, but you do pay all these other taxes, which you have to because. Okay, so what about? Let me ask you: How do people who are below the tax threshold? Mm -hmm. They're not paying tax because they're deemed to be in society where they're struggling they're not you know this threshold that we've got i think it's twelve thousand pounds mm. they're earning less than that so they don't actually pay tax mm -hmm. so how do you then warrant the fact that everything will become expensive for them and they in actual fact would lose out well they would have to have uh, tax credits if you like just as we do now so if you've uh, got a certain amount of uh, certain income, you should be able to prove that. I mean, we've got the technology now. It's not as if we don't... negative tax, which has been spoken about. Uh, not so much negative tax. I don't like that idea, but I do like the idea that if you go to a shop and you're on a certain income level, when you, when you go to the tills, you hand over your, um, your card. The person at the till puts the card into the thing and it calculates your tax. And if your tax is zero, then you just pay whatever the, the price of the goods are. And you don't you don't actually pay anything. You don't pay tax. You pay for the item. You pay for the item, but you don't pay any tax on it. So how would... So you're, you're adopting almost the American system over here where they charge taxes per state so it's not listed on the item you see the item on the shelf there's mm. a price but then when you take it to the till you've got other taxes on top so you 
even though you're seeing that price on the shelf, you then go to the till and you actually end up paying more because you've got all the taxation added on. Mm. So you're advocating that system here. Yes. You know that there will people here aren't very obviously to change that in society. It's still not proven to me what you're gaining because there has to be some taxation on non-service items because how would the the armies for instance i mean you're you're saying corporate oh, tax. income tax corporate tax oh so the corporates pay for the army but not the individuals in the country correct why should the corporates because they can say why is that fair uh, a corporate is to me is a, is uh, not a living entity it can have a representative and somebody from the corporation can say something i would instantly just dismiss that as a loudmouthed I don't want to be rude. As a loudmouth <laughs> buffoon, just talking nonsense. Okay, we we tax corporations because they're not actual human beings. So they, what they do are, you define they are as a corporation? Well, businesses. Okay, so a one-man band selling flowers on a street corner, which is a business. Yes, it is a business, and he so will, he will be they will probably, fund the health service. Yes, they indeed. would. They have to pay a little bit more than they're paying now, but at the same time, his personal income is all his. And they could choose not to then have a business and choose to just be an employee. So That's now right. companies will not have an incentive to create jobs and create industry because of the fact that they're now being taxed to pay for all the services that the majority of the population would then need. I think your mathematics is really off there. If you're keeping all the money that you make, it's better to be a, to have a business earn as much as you can in that business and then pay yourself massive sums of money, which are then not taxed. No, of course they're taxed. No, I said because you pay yourself. I said, yeah, but the, so after the, let's say, let's say as an employee, you're pulling in 18,000 a year, but if you own your, your flower business, you can pull in, I don't know, 60,000 a year. Maybe you can't, but I don't know what, let's say 60,000 a year. Out of that, the government is now taking a, quite a chunk. I mean, government now takes about 20%. So under my scheme, it takes like forty percent of that. So what's forty percent so of uh, sixty thousand? To mm -hmm. set up a business, I'm, just, I'm telling you, I'm doing the maths for you. Okay. Live, it's it's shocking what you're saying. So there's no incentive there. Sorry, out of, you're right now working for somebody else. You're getting eighteen thousand. Working for yourself, you're paying twenty forty uh, percent on sixty thousand. How do you know you're making sixty thousand? I'm just That's saying. I'm just. Works. I'm just saying that you're making all the, your business or you're making this amount of money and you can pay yourself what the hell you like because you're not jumping into a tax bracket where the government is going to put its hand into your pocket and take out some money. So obviously, if you can pull in money as a business, you are going to do far better than you would outside of that business. Working, yeah, for, somebody, working for somebody else will always pay you less than working for yourself if you are successful. Always. Okay. But you're charging the business 40 percent yeah tax whereas yeah. otherwise everyone has a share and pays as a contribution of their wealth personal wealth that's what the tax is to to fund the, the all the services that we need rather than you're now asking corporates to fund the lot yeah so right so that there's no incentive then you keep saying this you're really no, stuck not. 
Yeah, I've just explained to you. You make more money on, with a successful business than as an employee. So how are you saying there's no but incentive? how will you make that money if you're struggling in the very beginning? Because you're What's still saying you've got beginning? to pay 40% of what... Do you know most businesses, most businesses, new startups, okay? most. In fact, this thing is about a, a horrible figure of about 80% of new businesses fail after mm. the first two years, mm-hmm. okay? Mm. And of those that survive five years, they're not making massive. The figures that you're talking about, they're just barely getting by. So the 40% tax that you're now claiming that they should now all pay Mm -hmm. towards the government coffers is disproportionate with the amount of people in the country who are benefiting from those services. Well, listen, first of all, why would they not pass on their why would they not pass on their costs to the newly wealthy? which is like everybody because you're not paying income tax. So you, you would tend to pass on that cost. It's not as if you're going to the business is going to bear the burden itself. Not so, so all the prices will go up anyway. All the prices will go up. And what it then boils down to is this. It's just like VAT. You could put up VAT through a massive amount. What do you really want to buy? That becomes the question then. But it's voluntary. It's, it's up to you. Do you really need that TV, that third or fourth TV? Do you really need it? Do you really so have what, to have on it? what items are you proposing that the VAT gets added to? It's up to the government to fine-tune it. You're obviously going to be very careful about what you're doing. If, you're, if you're, the government's not taking income tax, it's not up for the government to set those things because they can't function without income tax. What do you mean it's not up to the government to set those well, things? You're saying, you're saying, you see, the income tax also goes to fund the government. You don't pay any income tax, then you now have to all move it onto VAT, onto products. Mm-hmm. And they have no real way of knowing how many funds they have because they're now bound by the whim of the people. You could say, okay, let's put VAT on all these products. And the public choose, you know what? I'm not having that. I'm going to have something completely then different. Obviously, then obviously, you put too much. VAT on it. Obviously, you're going to have to drop that amount of VAT. And obviously, you're going to have to have smaller government, which I strongly want in the first place. We our government is too big and it is too remote. I always complain that one reason too remote. Would you elaborate? Well, the the West, I mean, look at what's going on now in Westminster. I have very little that I can do about it. It's not as if there was mayhem in my town council where I could attend town council meetings and, and cause a ruckus and start talking about recalling people and chucking them out of office. It's very difficult. And it was my exact argument against our being in the EU, that as difficult as it is to influence, for me as an individual, to influence something going on in Westminster, it is impossible for me as an individual to influence anything going on in Brussels. And that was, that was my complete and total beef and the whole idea of small government is that government is small and does as little as possible that just to, to oil the wheels of society and leaves the rest of us to get on with it. So I really don't want big government telling me, as it is doing now, what words I can use and how I should think. I don't want that. I want it, government to be really, really localized so that if I, you know, if, if I'm not happy with my MP, my MP is more than just somebody who goes to Westminster. He's somebody that I can actually march up to and say, 
what's going on with um with 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 garbage collection you know what what the heck you know it has me i i i i see all these uh, people fly tipping and nothing is happening and then we can sit down and have a, a, a nat about it and if i'm angry i can probably sit out in his office and and speak to people coming in and and really influence things you know viscerally at that level so a big government is wants to start paying these people large sums of money and just look at what's going on just you know it's it's mayhem out there we've got we've got the government that's just basically it doesn't know whether it's coming or going okay let me let me explain a couple of things oh okay. and to answer your question about mm-hmm. yeah so one thing is if they put too much on a VAT on an item, it doesn't move. That's their fault for putting too much on it. Secondly, they can decide. I was going to give the example of children's clothes. Even now, I don't think we we, I don't think we um, uh, put VAT on children's clothing. Even now, as we speak, okay, and it's possible. Right? Did you know? Hmm. Okay, that at the moment there's loads of different taxes. Okay, mm-hmm. you've got. You've got income tax amongst one. Then there's things like um, food taxes. Certain foods have an additional VAT. A majority, thankfully, doesn't. But some food does. There's social security and taxes. You've got taxes all, all over the place already. Now, what happens is taxing items, which is what you're proposing, like VAT, always always disproportionately harms the poor rather than the rich income tax affects the rich more than it affects the poor so you are proposing removing the thing that makes poor people poorer and makes richer people richer that's what income tax does because if you earn more you pay more which is just correct in a society to ensure that everything runs properly, not a corporation, but individuals. Because let's be honest, you're going to have poor people will spend higher percentage of their income on buying the small commodity things like like heating, like a roof over their head, food on the table. And even the tax for an hourly wage affects more poor workers than the rich people because the rich people, CEOs or or business owners, they they're not worried about a few you know thousand pounds or whatever it is on a tax bill because they're earning so much more. But if you take that away, they'll wiggle their way out of any sort of tax because they have the means to pay to get out of paying tax. So the poor will end up funding society and you're actually going to decrease the standard of living for the majority of people and you're going to benefit the rich who already have an abundance compared to the poor. I think the problem is that you have been brainwashed by uh, the the establishment. I believe that I'm looking it up for you as we speak. I believe that all the figures show that actually the rich pay miles less in income tax than the rest of us because they can hide their money in corporations and use all sorts of super whiz dodges and everything, and I'm, they end up. I'm agreeing not, with you. Not paying that they properly. do, but they should. They're hiding it. Legally. Nobody's interested in should. 
You should. I'm always interested in practical. You know me, I'm a high, I'm highly pragmatic. I'm really not interested in the theory of things. It's If it's not working, it's not working. If it should be working and it isn't, basically, we don't care. I don't care then. I, 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 I'm not interested in all this highfalutin ivory tower ideas, academic, oh, people should. That doesn't work. Actually, so the people who normally believe, get hammered. Interrupt here. You don't believe, therefore, that someone who is extremely wealthy should not pay their share of the services they use compared to someone who isn't wealthy. Are they using more? Are they using more of the share, as you put it? Are they using more of the services than another person? Somebody who is extremely healthy and is already in private NHS is not actually is it a, uh, sorry private medical under private medical care, is not actually using NHS services. Yes, they are. How are they using the NHS services? Because when the NHS privately? services, the people that work in the NHS also work in the private sector. That's how uh, it excuse works. Me. The uh, private sector on, do not have... That, what you're saying doesn't make any people. sense whatsoever. Oh, really? What, what, it doesn't make any sense. You know, so somebody consultant. who works in ASDA, somebody who works in ASDA and sells oranges, okay, for yep. ASDA, and then he goes home and he sells oranges for himself, and I go to him where he sells oranges for himself, you're telling me that somehow I'm still paying ASDA, I'm still taking resources from ASDA? How, how does that work? No. You well, that's said, what you just said. You said the, the private sector for the NHS... That's what well, you said. Okay, I shouldn't. Okay, take okay. away, take away from that the, is... the pri- private. I actually corrected myself. If you listen to the tape, I said the private uh, medical, the uh, private sector, the medical mm-hmm. private sector. So when you go in and you have, say, I don't know, uh, I, don't, I don't want to say the name of the hospital, but that's where I went to privately. That had nothing to do with NHS. It was all private. Indeed, but the consultants and the medical people are NHS people that work in the private sector as well to subsidize their income. Absolutely. So I've just finished saying that your argument is ridiculous. And I gave an example that just because somebody works for Asda and sells oranges for Asda, when he goes home and sells oranges for himself, that has got nothing to do with Asda. I'm yes, not cheating. I'm not cheating he's Asda. He's only working for the NHS two days a week. The other three days, he's working in the private sector. So that's why you have all these waiting lists because there's only finite number of health service people. How I do don't know why. I don't works? understand. I don't understand how that figure of yours came up. And I certainly don't think that it's defendable. I've never heard that. I think you just pulled that out from fresh air. No, I've I never, have not. I've never heard that argument before. And in any case, isn't this supposed to be a free labor market? Or are we now forcing people to work where it doesn't really suit? No, I'm exactly. not saying it's so, right or wrong, but I'm trying to counter your claim to say that the, the medical, the private sector has no effect on the NHS. You've picked a bad example because the NHS is totally affected by the private sector because a lot of the consultants do not work full time in the NHS. They choose to work part time in the NHS because the other time they earn more in the private sector. I, I really don't believe you. That I, is I, absolutely, check the facts out for yourself. <laughs> when people say that, so what do we do? Do we stop Do we stop recording now and circle <laughs> back later? You know, when do you, when do you want to go and do this, carry out this massive research thing uh, of yours? Uh, why am I hearing this for the first time? So anyway, they you're, what you're saying is because somebody goes and pays his own way, with a medical, with, uh, I don't know, an osteopath or whatever, who cares? Because that person is paying his own, his or her own way 
in that for that doctor somehow he's he is damaging the NHS. Okay, let me let me let me use a different example then, yes. since that's what you're saying. Take a different example. No, the same same thing. What are people who then travel to America for treatment? Because that's where the best uh, heart specialists are. Because they've got the money to do that. That's up to them. Exactly. So they are not, in that case, impacting on the NHS in any way. They're looking after themselves. They're not using NHS services. How many people can do that, though? Oh, well, the, su- that? The, super, the super rich that you're right. talking about. So should they? So should they? Okay. No, but you brought it up. You're the one that said that because, you know, they share in the NHS. And I'm like, no, actually, they don't. They don't use the services because they usually go private on everything. Very, you know, very, as much as possible, they, they pay their way anyway because they got superior services than the government offers. So, and then you're saying that somehow they are, they owe, they don't owe anything. They, what they owe is stability. Not, is it that owe? Is, is it that they owe it? Or it, it is a good idea for rich people to make sure that every no one is starving because when people start starving and everything, as the Russians found out during the revolution, and as the French found out during the French Revolution, when the people are hungry and you you've got more than you ought to, then you become a target. And you know, one day people will stop saying it with words and they'll start saying it with pitchforks and torches. You which still don't no, know, going back to one of our earlier shows, you still don't know where people get pitchforks from. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. As soon as in every movie I've seen, all the, the mob always shows up and they've all got pitchforks. Like, hang on, there must be a shop, maybe it's B&Q or something, they just stop and breaking and because I don't know, where did I get torches from even? And how yeah. come these torches seem to you know stay alight for so long? Mm. Have you ever tried lighting a limit? It always goes on 10 minutes, man, it's gone out. <laughs> Uh, anyway, to be serious, yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying you don't want to encourage, you don't want to encourage that. I mean, okay. Elites, do you believe? Do you believe there should be a higher tax for someone with a bigger property? Not really. Oh, not really? really? Especially when, I mean, property tax. I don't really know what that is. I, I don't understand the concept you know of property. council what, tax. I do. Well, why pay more on your property? I, I don't understand. Because it's What's, taking up bigger uh, physical size. And it takes more amenities in order to. Well, to what about a big? Work. What about a single farm a farmhouse on a huge egg, uh, on a huge farm? Uh, actually, the guy's got his well. He's got his windmills and stuff. He's got solar panel. He's not. He's not hooked up to the grid. And then you got property tax, which is in, you know a lot because of all the land he owns. What What's going on there? I don't understand the concept. And I Look, certainly right. understand. In if you were going to do a proper system you'd have to means test everybody and it's just not physically viable oh it says no we've got we've got we've got the technology now come well when when everything becomes digitized and we become a digital economy then who knows that could be the way forward so literally we can already do it well not everywhere but imagine you could then yes i agree with you then everybody is means tested as to a their wealth b their their property their age then i mean if you're older then you have to pay more for the services because you're going to need them more so do you see what i mean there's swings and roundabouts here so you would pay more because you'd be you'd be going um i don't know but whatever within 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 the certain limits you may pay more but unless you're going to be paying at the gate for the nhs services for instance then it, it wouldn't matter because you've 
basically paid all your life. Well, that's the whole idea, isn't it? That it gets to a certain point where you've paid your dues. I, I remember seeing a figure of 86,000 pounds per person is what mm -hmm. the government is aiming for. That by the time you have paid 86,000 pounds into the social into the social welfare system, you've paid your dues and you don't have to pay any more. And of course, all the lefties are screaming and saying, well, the ultra-rich can pay 86,000 pounds and not even miss it. Um, poor people can't. And, you know, there's something to be said about that. So in a sense, that's a, that's comment, that's a discussion about what sort of taxations we should have in lieu of well, even now, they, they, they're running to those problems. They're having that discussion even now. So even now, when there's income tax, they're still having such discussions. So it's not as if income tax is the magic panacea. That no, it's not, it's not the magic panacea, but it's, it's the best we've got in the circumstance. I don't think so at all. I think countries where they don't have income tax, like uh, Qatar and other places, they're doing very, very well. Thank you very much. And I think, uh, what is it? Uh, you, you, you think you mentioned states in America, isn't it? Arizona, uh, is it Arizona, Nevada? They don't do income tax at all, and they are okay. Oregon, Oregon, zero okay. tax, ha yeah, zero tax. They still have other taxes that are really hard, of course, they do. Yeah. Well, I've done, I've, but yes, but this is the best state. I, I don't know what you what, how uh, is it? What's uh, where do you get that as a state? These are, are trying it, and they've been doing it, but for they're not long? generating more wealth than anybody else. Oregon has been zero tax for a number of years, and it's certainly not in the top 10 bracket of all the other states that have got income tax. So your argument maybe, about it... Maybe, maybe then, perhaps being just... I don't know. I, I would like to... Look, I'm trying to look that up quickly because, I, you know, when you say things like that, I really need to double-check. Okay. Income, tax, income yeah. tax, let's be honest here. Income tax works because it's it based on a person's wealth and they can pay. Actually, you know what? I, I interrupted you and said it doesn't work. That's not even my argument. My argument isn't that it, it doesn't work. My argument is that it is immoral. So lots of things work. Slavery works. God, if you can grab a whole bunch of people to work for you for free, that's fantastic. But we don't do it. It's immoral. And I'm telling this, and my argument isn't that income tax doesn't work. My argument is it's immoral. And I think that's even the title of this topic, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, there we go. So I'm arguing about the morality of the thing. And when you say that Oregon is in the top, it's not in the bottom either, is it? No. Uh, so, so why are you picking on them? Then why must they be on top? You, right, you mentioned the states. That yeah, but why must they be on top, though? All I'm saying is that you can get away with it. You can actually, maybe, maybe they're not on top for other reasons. That have nothing to do with taxation. Maybe there's nothing happening in Oregon. I've, I remember seeing, uh, I, I watched this guy on, uh, on YouTube. He's a, he's a pilot. And he flew into some, I can't remember the name of the town now. And he took a picture from his, from his hotel bedroom. Mm -hmm. And, it, oh, was it you? Did you go to Oregon? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, not I'm me. Mixed. But you went to America, didn't you? Didn't you? I've been to America oh, it wasn't time. you, wasn't no, it? No, our no. former president. Our former uh, president. Mr. Yeah, former president. No, former president of our Toastmasters Club. Oh, Daniel. Yes, wasn't it Daniel who went to Oregon? Do you remember? I and then he, he took did, a picture yeah. out of his hotel bedroom, and then there was just nothing. Uh, you know, a big, a big nothing. I'm sorry if you're from Oregon, 
But man, <laughs> he looked at it and said, what the hell is that? It's, you know, tumbleweed, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so maybe that's why they're not up uh, whatever. You know, you can't really sell tumbleweed, can you? Hmm. Ah, so, no, sorry, that argument doesn't sway me at all. Okay. All right, well, so immorally, immorally, you don't think it's right. So you don't believe that people should be asked to pay a tax based on their earnings. Exactly. But you're then saying that corporations should do it based on their earnings. Corporations should do it based on their earnings and uh, VAT will go through the roof because then VAT goes very high. And that Uh, affects the poor people. Yes, I agree. But then because there could be, we have the technology now to make it means tested. Uh, and or the poor people, unfortunately, can't afford some of the, the what you call today, the luxuries. Yeah. Of, so you're depriving them and making it really bad for them. Well, unfortunately, it's life is already bad for them. I mean, if you're poor already, I mean, if you're 12000 a year and you can't take a first-class flight to Mallorca for a throwaway weekend, you just can't. You know, life is like that. It, it, it is just like that. Okay. No, nothing can be done about that. And I don't think, I don't think no matter uh, in any circumstances, uh, yeah, I hope not. I can't imagine a government, especially in a, in a democracy that wants to survive, putting VAT on food, for instance. So the essentials will always be there. For, for Okay, let's, let's, let's give an example of, of countries now that don't charge tax as opposed to states in America. Mm-hmm. The one that, that, stands out the most is monaco okay well yeah yeah taxes in monaco are uh, almost non-existent mm-hmm. yeah, they're charged very little or no tax at all mm-hmm. because it was abolished i think is in 1800s I, I don't know the exact date but the problem in monaco is that only incredibly rich people can afford to live there because mm-hmm. everything is out of reach because of this problem no, no, everything's out of reach because Monaco is a very small space, and they don't the town planning for putting up erecting buildings and everything is is insanely controlled. It is you know even sort of adding an extra bedroom, man. You know you jump through hoops and everything. There's no space, pal. That's the reason. It's very tightly controlled because they don't want everybody showing up in Monaco and, and spoiling the party basically because. The, the the resources that they've got in terms of uh, uh, water and sewage and things like that, um, the roads and so on and so forth. If it was a free for all, people would move there and and it would just be hell on earth. So they don't, okay. and that's the reason why. The thing the thing is, you see, that's why people hang out in yachts. In an economy, in an economy as big as ours. That may not work because the abundance of people outweigh the companies. I mean, another example of yours, another territory which doesn't pay income tax is the British Virgin Islands. Okay, before we talk about the British Virgin Islands, Hmm. are you aware that the deficit in America, uh, Virgin, and and, well, Virgin is strong, strong enough, Virgin to its horrible mind-boggling uh what is it 28 29 trillion that it is now mm-hmm. in due proportion that in direct proportion direct proportion the relationship is is 
is established to the lowering on corporation tax, which had nothing to do with income tax. Are you aware of that? No. So repeat not. that again to make that clear. Mm-hmm. The the debt mm. has the debt grown. Prices, yeah. Because of the lowering of corporation tax. Because the lowering of corporation tax started out with Reagan. And if you remember, under Reagan, America went from a surplus economy to the first ever to its first ever deficit economy. Mm-hmm. And it's been growing since then. It was manageable under Obama and uh, the guy before him, uh, Clinton, the Democrats. I think even the, the Bushes basically left it alone. Uh, I don't know about the second Bush. I don't know what he did, but then they want the real person who came in and kick, kick, uh, let the corporations off virtually everything was Donald Trump. And you can see a corresponding, that corresponding loss of income to the government and the corresponding jump in its in federal debt. But that, of course, tied in with their loot. Not only did they start earning less, they started, they started uh, spending more. Hmm. But essentially, by letting the corporations off the hook and saying that they were going to create jobs and this and that and everything. The I don't think that's ever been shown, to be honest with you. Well, the thing is, I'm not I'm not opposed to corporation tax being higher. Absolutely not, because uh, across the whole industrial world, corporations don't pay any anywhere near enough. But this is where this problem stems. Yeah, exactly. From so worldwide. actually, fix that for a start. Well, that would make a massive difference because if they fix that, you're right. If they were to fix that, then maybe they could still charge income tax, but nowhere near the rates they do because the ink, the actual corporations are paying their fair share. But the fear that a lot of countries have had is the fact that if you then overcharge the corporates they'll move to offshore locations however I, what i suggest is in order for anybody to do business in your in your country they must have a, a taxable office in your country and if they don't want to do business in your country they can naff off i was going yes. to use a stronger Agreed. word than naff off so but, it's doable yes it's it actually doable. doable and guess but who's then... doing it my main man <laughs> yeah my main man is now doing it that if you want... Do you want to elaborate for our listeners who your main man is? <laughs> well, you know who it is. You know. I know, but the listeners don't. Go ahead. It revealed no, no, my you, main man. He's your man. You should be proud enough to, to My main man, President Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Can I hope I said that properly? <laughs> Vladimir. Vladimir. Yeah. yeah. You have a lot of respect for him of how he runs. I have a huge man. He's the man. You know, he's, he's a real man. I have a, yeah. I, mm. I am a fan. Let me let me explain something else, right? If the corporation tax is addressed, then we will have a better better situation because we know it's been in the news all around us. People, big corporates such as Amazon, Starbucks, Google, etc., do not Amazon in particular do not pay enough tax. In our opinion, yeah, not well, in our opinion, yes, in our opinion, but the governments have all said it too. Mm. That's why they tried to introduce a digital tax. It all went to part. The, the, the big tech companies who are generating billions for themselves and paying very little to the various countries they operate in uh, are threatening, no, no, we don't work in your country. We're, we're online in this other in, in situation. However, only this year, just a few months ago, that looks to have been addressed. At the recent summit where all the G20 were there, I think it was, 
they agreed to set a standard corporation tax mm. across the Western world. Well, in mm. fact, I think most of the world in, in, in that's been agreed. So this means there's no, there's less chance of companies hopping around or trying to move their their headquarters to different geographical locations to avoid paying the tax. And that means the revenues, the, the tax revenues in the, the countries they operate in will start to get more income because it's no point at Amazon, for instance, if we can talk about them, they won't move around. Their headquarters won't move around so they can avoid tax because everywhere they go will be the same. So they're not benefiting anyway by moving their headquarters to try and avoid the tax. And yeah, so, I'm saying I'm saying what my main man, President Vladimir Putin, yeah. has done is he said, look, if you're going to operate in Russia, you've got to have a taxable office in Russia. Call it your headquarters, call it a side office, call it a Russian office. We don't care what the hell you call it, but that's a taxable office that that is responsible for what your service is in Russia. Then we can work out how much business you're doing in Russia and then we can tax you. I'm surprised they've actually managed to uphold that because there's if because the 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 argument that people or companies say is well we've we're already paying tax in the US why are we paying tax i guess like me because he's a strong masculine person and doesn't he will turn around and say i don't care <laughs> sort it out with the americans you're doing business here and we will give you certificates showing that you paid your taxes take it back to america and show that we've paid taxes in russia finish yeah, What's the issue? If it's not recognized, then that becomes that's, that's problem. your problem with America. You see, you Tony is like our, our discussion over um, the, the the border between uh, Northern Ireland and the rest of Ireland. You like taking on other other people's issues. It's not he doesn't care, and I wouldn't care about Amazon's problems with the American government. It, it, you can't take over other people's problems. So I'm only trying to deal with the problem of Russia. We are going to tax you for the business you do in Russia. If your government doesn't recognize that and wants to tax you all over again, I'm sorry, maybe you should move your headquarters out of America. Maybe, you know, think outside the box. But seriously, since, in my opinion, I'm not going to say Amazon in particular, in my opinion, since these corporations have all these politicians in their pockets anyway, I don't see that's been a serious problem. I mean, basically, American corporations, American corporations write American laws, which concerns businesses through their um, uh, lobby. Yeah, through their lobbyists. Well, it, it, the way they work over there, they're they allowed it's to astonishing. Lobby. Yeah, and they actually write this, write the legislation. So mm-hmm. I'm not really convinced by that argument at all. It's it's just them trying to wiggle out of paying tax. Paying tax. And, and and now that uh, President Putin has shown the way, I hope other countries go down that route. I can't see why they wouldn't. And it's just a very straightforward way of doing business, which Britain can do. If you want to do business in Britain, open a tax office here. That's all. It doesn't have to be your head office. It's just that it's taxable. And, and you know, you show us how much business you're doing in, in the UK. We tax you. You take the rest of the money. You can do what the hell you like with it. Yeah. And it's only a tax office. You don't have to spend, you don't have to keep the money here. You know, the profit, you know, after tax, you do what the hell you like with that money. That's important because, you know, maybe you have to repatriate it to your headquarters or something. We don't care. But what we do care about is you pay proper taxes for businesses conducted on British soil. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the thing is, if you're 
if you're traveling between countries and you happen to be working in a foreign country, you have to pay tax there. You can't say, well, I'm paying tax in the UK. Well, you're working here now. Exactly. You've got to pay tax here. Exactly. There, I was there's warned. a little bit of exemption there. But if you're working, you have to pay tax in the country you you are in. So I, I, I don't understand why that has ever been permitted for corporations. Exactly. It's been, been permitted because, of course, the corporations have these politicians in their pockets. Yeah, so much influence. Yes, I understand that. Which they don't have with my main man. <laughs> my main man is a Russia fan. He loves his country, and and he's not going to take any nonsense from anybody. Which is exactly what people have against him. Why do we have a problem with with Why does the West have a problem with Russia and Russia's gas? Because after after what's his name uh, Yeltsin, when Yeltsin died, they went to Putin and said, "Okay, so we're going to come in and help you develop your." your gas fuels and your oil fuels. And Putin was like, no, we'll do it ourselves. Thank you. We don't want to be like Nigeria. And I believe he actually used the, the mic of you know, my other country as, as the, as, as the example where Nigeria, really? we, he actually mentioned Nigeria's being yeah, Nigeria's laughingstock in my opinion, because what do we do? We own the cow, but we buy the butter. We own the cow, but other people <laughs> help us, but we buy the butter. Other people help us to milk the cow. Other people churn the cow, uh, churn the butter into churn the milk into butter, and then we have to buy it. It's it's literally. It's, so you get it, it at a subsidy because it is yours. No, no, they don't because it has to, it's got to be with the international um, international thing, so that you know it doesn't encourage um, smuggling and everything. We tried it for a while, but all the food has got smuggled out of the country to where people are paying a decent price for it. So that doesn't work at all. Um, because of corruption, our, our borders were porous, so we couldn't keep we couldn't keep the fuel in, and we've had constant fuel shortages. Mm. Yeah, and what are we paying? <laughs> this is really um, uh, some companies. Uh, one a big national international oil company based in the UK, which you would know if I if I told you their mm-hmm. name. What are we paying? We're paying them pennies, and they they, they reap the profits. And we actually had to go to the Hague to get a bigger cut. We actually okay. had to go all the way to the Hague because they, they fought. They fought everything, sort of like owning up and saying, "Yeah, it's true." You know, they were like, "No, no, no." And then we we went, and then we got a bit more money. But what uh, President Putin said is that no, we will develop it ourselves. Okay. And then he invited the Americans to help help the Russians develop um, uh, the oil, the, the the gas, I believe, gas reserves mm-hmm. in the Arctic. Yeah, this was after 2014. So then in 2016, I think he asked them for no, was it? No, it was before 2012. Mm-hmm. He asked them to help. They were going to, and then stupidly, because some Americans, when they sit down there, I don't know how they make their decisions. Stupidly, they they made it part of the sanctions package against Russia after the kerfuffle in Crimea. Oh, when they annexed um... yeah, Crimea. In 2014. Yeah. So now the Russians went and did it themselves. And now the Americans are going, oh, yeah, you know, uh, we want in on the Arctic thing. And what the President Putin said, get stuffed. Mm. And, and that, that pipeline will be feeding Europe. I, I forget its name. It's not, it's, not, it's not a stream. It doesn't have the word stream in it. They've mm. got South Stream. They've got Nord Stream and Nord Stream 2, haven't they? Yes. But the other stream, the one coming from the Arctic, is not called. It's not called Arctic Stream. Ask me why. Ask me why. 
Go on. Why is it not called the Arctic Stream? How the hell would I know? <laughs> it's so it's good. So, so annoying, man. It's like, why the hell is just now? Now I'm trying to remember the name. I don't remember the name of the blooming place. Why would I? Mm. Or the blooming, or the blooming thing. Anyway, anyway let, 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 let's get back on point in terms of the tax. I mean, we've we've touched on the fact that corporations. Uh, in fact, that could be a solution where now the corporations will be taxed more. So who knows? Maybe other countries will look at that and think, well, actually, now we've got the flexibility because we're now able to tax the corporates accordingly. Then maybe income tax can, in fact, come down. And for some parts of the population could even be eradicated completely. So, yes, I'm not saying it's the panacea. It's the best thing since sliced bread. But I don't believe it's immoral either because the government need to fund certain services for the benefit of society and they need to get those funds from somewhere. And yes, income tax may not be the, as you say, the most moral way of doing it, but it's the best one they've got for this particular time. However, if corporations are taxed properly, then it may not need to be necessary going forward. We shall see. But let me let me digress ever so slightly your view about the the morality of income tax is this stemming from some feeling of people who are low in society who struggle because it's it's wealthy people especially in america i believe they have a grudge about giving handouts to people who are suffering or low income why is that why do they feel they shouldn't? They're not worthy of those of those benefits. My nephew explained this to me because he lives in America, and he says that it's deeply interwoven into the society that everybody stands on their own two feet. It's it's not a society where people help help out one another. So when the Americans, I believe, when when not the Americans, when the Europeans uh, landed in America and they were making their way across the continent. I think it was the independently minded people who did that. It had to be really striking out for the great unknown. Yeah, of course. And I think that just sowed itself into the national psyche that you come in, you're standing on two feet, and if you're good enough, you will make it and you will make something of yourself. And if you're not good enough, well, sorry, those are the breaks. And I think that has permeated into modern society. And that's why they can't understand why should I? have to pay for someone else's or someone else's medical bills or whatever it is when I can make my own way. And they don't see it as maybe we do here in Europe where we sort of understand that today I'm helping you because tomorrow you may be able to help me. <laughs> so, hmm. you know, it's a more see, cooperative that, system. If that is the true attitude, which I'm not sure that's 100% right, but okay, I can understand that it's a philosophy that's built into their psyche because you're yeah. right it's it's why there was so much uproar when obama wanted to introduce mm, exactly more widespread medicaid is it is that yes what it was yes called? medicaid called yes. it obamacare mm. and so many people in fact the people who it would benefit the most they <laughs> were the ones complaining the most loudly about it because yes. they didn't want to be given things for free well my analysis not mine but the analyses that i've heard 
from certain people is that it was never explained to them properly, so they didn't get the picture. Uh, obviously, if you're going to benefit from something and you end up arguing against it, it's probably because you don't understand it. Indeed. And that's what that's what I was told that that was the case. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense where you are getting something because you're on a low income mm. and you you can't afford because obviously in America it's not there's there's no uh, national health service it's all mm-hmm. private insurance based medical care so you're getting something for free or heavily discounted let's put it that way. And you're fighting against it. No, no, no. I, I don't want this service for twenty. I don't pounds. want free. I don't pay five hundred pounds. Yeah, I don't want free stuff. Take really? it away. I mean, <laughs> some of the things on their list is in- incredibly expensive. Just to call an ambulance is fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, not only that. I think, I think I was watching something, and apparently they figured out now that they have. 48th in the world america's 48th in the world in terms of medical medical care 48th 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 in the world wow uh so i mean i you know so supposed to and i like it a lot because what the woman said this was a woman's uh speaking uh narrating um the the facts and it's i think it's something called difference in the world all one word in on YouTube. Difference in the world. Okay. It's a Chinese. It's a, they are they are Chinese people who live in Canada, and they're not government sponsored. And they analyze the situation, the political situation between China and America, and like that. And I believe what she said is that she used a, a phrase that made me smile. She said the Americans haven't figured out that they live in a failed state. Uh, well, score one for Tyre. <laughs> I had this big broad grip. I'm not the only one who's noticed it then. Right. So yeah, they haven't discovered that yet. Mm. No, they don't quite realize. Yeah. I mean, we, we we touched on this before, obviously in our other show about that very topic. Mm. And uh, I mean, we're picking on the US a bit now about them being a failed state, but they're the biggest economy, and you would have thought with the way that things operate, it would run a little better. But in terms of taxation, they don't tax well they do actually they do tax people a lot higher there and in the states the taxation they don't have a threshold where people don't pay tax everyone pays tax even mm. the people who are barely getting by yeah, which seems incredible really <laughs> really immoral yeah well that that would stand to be immoral in that scenario um so you see a compromise solution i mean my position is that it's immoral. So it doesn't matter whether the person is rich or poor, it's actually immoral. But a compromise solution would be to vastly increase the base. So maybe people on less than, say, 100000 a year or 200000 a year wouldn't pay income tax. That you know would, what? You'd get the vote there from everybody. See, that, that, that would be okay then. And then those who earn more than that have to pay a little bit more. But you don't really want to get to where it's like the, in the time of the 60s where the Beatles had to leave had to leave the UK because they were paying 19 and a half P to the pound. Now, the younger generation, they'll go, what's he talking about? 19 and a half P to the pound doesn't 19, sound no, 90. 19. No, 90. Nine zero. No, 19. I was, I was young, but my mathematics was still good. To the pound? Yes. 19 shillings and sixpence. Oh, sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah, okay, very good. Yes. Yeah. 
it was just, ridiculous. Because okay, so for those who don't understand, the old British pound was made up of twenty shillings. A shilling was equivalent now to five pence. Uh, I think when the first, I think when we first crossed over was ten p. Okay, the the ten p coin looked a lot like the old. Sh- um, uh, that no, it didn't actually. It looked like it, but uh, the old ten p and the old shilling. Yes, I think it was the old ten p and the old shilling looked a lot at each other. The five pence piece looked looked something. It wasn't copper though. Looked something like the old sixpence, which was half a shilling, and twenty shillings made a pound. And 21 shillings made a guinea. So the Beatles were paying 19 shillings and sixpence to the pound at the top rate of income tax, at the top rate of tax, mm. which is the equivalent today of 95p. Yeah. So you pay 95p. Pound, uh, 95p yeah. went to the government. Yeah. I mean, that was just stupid. Well, that's why they left. And that's why everybody left. Yeah. I mean, you're just basically telling people to, to, to naff off at that stage. I mean, you know, what the heck is that? Yeah, I know. This is uh, where the balance about the income tax got to be. You say you've got to pay a bit more, but you can't tax the rich too much because they'll disappear. But if there's a uniform tax around the world with these thresholds, then they've got nowhere to go. (laughs) They've got nowhere to go. But for corporations, that's the first step. So (laughs) if there's a standard rate that... I mean, I don't think it's set the same across the whole industrialized world. It's a no. Ireland is a tax. Ireland's a tax haven. Well, they, and were the they refused. They refused, refused to come to, on board. Yeah, they did, but they've now come on board, and um, but they're going to be at the bottom of the the of the the range. Mm. So they're given a slightly narrower range. So although there's you know, you can be at the bottom band and the high band, but there's not a big a big difference for corporations to take the, the jump and jump across. That's the idea anyway. So we'll, that remains to be seen. But if that happens, then yes, corporations will be taxed more, which is, in my opinion, it's just. If they're making these obscene amount of income and they're not being taxed, it just doesn't stand, doesn't feel right anyway, regardless of, the benefit that it will bring by taxing them, it just doesn't sound right where you've got ordinary citizens working hard, earning very little in comparison, paying a high amount of tax compared to them. I mean, it's like Donald Trump himself. Exactly. How much income tax has he paid? Well, this is my point, isn't it? This is my point, isn't it? That the rich will always get rounded. It's the poor people who get hammered. And again, it's part of the immorality of income tax. Before we go, what are we going to tell me about the Virgin Islands? British Virgin Islands. Oh, the British Virgin Islands, funny enough. They're um they also are a tax haven where they don't yeah. charge income tax. Mm-hmm. But funny enough, all the all the companies that are incorporated that are saying they're from the Virgin Islands have to pay high corporation tax there to yeah. fund the services. Exactly. Good. Exactly. But what I'm all about. these examples, you see, they're all small entities there's no mm. big entity what about qatar qatar's small the own the biggest country the biggest country is actually saudi arabia yes okay okay the others that don't pay tax are all tiny with very small populations so if you do business in those countries your corporation has to pay so it mm. already happens where 
you know, if you're going and also a lot of these small countries, I mean, mostly are in the the Arab world. They have a lot of foreign people going in and working there and the foreigners have to pay tax. Do they? Yes. The foreigners have to pay tax, but the natives do not. I thought Abu Dhabi, uh, uh, Dubai, sorry. I thought in Dubai it didn't pay tax. Dubai? Hmm. I think Dubai. No, I think Dubai as well. But the British Virgin Islands, yep. If your company's incorporated there, you have to pay a license fee to be there on top of the corporation tax. It's an interesting one. But Saudi Arabia is the biggest one. But they're the all foreigners in Saudi Arabia, and there's a lot of them, by the way, are taxed. Are you sure it's tax or is it the the oh what's it called? Ah, is it the religious tax? No. But I suppose that would only be for the Muslims, surely. Yes. So yeah. it's they don't they charge. Salat, really is it called Salat or something like that? I, I, I have heard that, I'm not hundred percent, but yeah. Mm. And the same with places like Kuwait. They don't pay very much income tax. I don't think it's zero, but they're very little. But again, the foreigners and okay. people coming into the country. Are they can't have the kind of they don't have the kind of laws that I recognize as being civilized in that case. Sorry if you're from one of those countries. Because isn't it a base a basic tenet of the law that everybody is treated the same? Well, you're a citizen of the country, then yeah, you are. But if you're not a citizen of the country, then free, you know, free game, I suppose. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not a citizen. Why? Why should you? You'll happen to be working in our tough country. times, pal. Tough times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but a lot of these countries are very small. They've got very small population, and um, yeah, it, it, it's it's expatriates that are working there and living there have to pay the tax. Yes. Odd. It is odd, but they're, they're obviously it must be worth it. in their countries. It yeah, must I mean, be worth it. For the, ex- yeah. for the expatriates, it must be worth it. Well, it must be for doing that, yeah. I mean, you've mm. again, all the countries are tiny. I can list mm. you a few here on my list that I've just discovered. Monaco, Andorra, British Virgin Islands, Kuwait, small, Bermuda, Qatar, Brunei, Bahrain, Oman, the Bahamas, the Cayman Islands. UAE, yeah, they're all tiny. These mm. are all small nation states and small islands. So their economies are not large. So corporations that go there because they ha- they're, they're attracted to the fact that there's very low uh, taxes, they, they pay a fee towards the services. But because there's not a big population and they don't have big armies or whatever it may be, they get their, their money from elsewhere. The Arab countries, obviously, from oil. They don't need to tax their You see, their you population. could call it that. You see, actually, you've just stumbled upon something mm. where I can see a, a compromise situation where I'd be quite happy because you've just, you've just stumbled on it by accident. You said they pay a fee towards services. So if you, call it, if you call it a services fee and not an income tax, you call it a services fee is a means-tested service fee where you are paying for certain services and it's all clearly laid out. The yeah, police, but it's not, is it? For the corporation no, saying, itself, the they calls, not benefit from it. No, 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 no. I'm saying for income tax. If you want to replace income tax with something called a services fee, even though it's basically the same thing, I'm more, I'm happier. 
So you don't like the language? Well, the language is part of it, but I certainly don't like it where I'm working for two days a week, free for you know, for, for. Yeah, but that's in your particular situation. If you were if you were not taking a salary and you chose to invest your income, then you took a very tiny salary. Then you would pay less tax. Mm. But whatever. If I, if I work for two minutes for free on, on, by force then then actually that's slavery so for i'm a slave two minutes of the week and it adds up for uh, two times uh, 52 how you minutes. should view it how you should view it is i'm getting a lower rate and not paying tax uh, then you'd accept that wouldn't you i'm doing what you're getting paid a lower rate per hour but you don't pay tax no, uh, you know how much I'm being paid because it's on my pay slip. No, but you see what I mean? <laughs> if they chose to do that and say, okay, we'll hide the tax that you pay. Here is what you're getting. So here's your net amount. And so this is what you're being paid per hour. So you have no idea how much is going on behind <laughs> how the scenes. How would that work? Well, it would I, work because I think, you just I don't, don't think see the is- tax. I don't think Britons will go for that. You, you tax me. I don't know how much. I mean, yeah. that's the ultimate. That's the ultimate fascist thing. Now hold on, <laughs> hold on. Hey, here we go. Right, you come and work for me. Right, mm-hmm. I'm your employer, mm-hmm. and I'll pay you. You know what, Tyle? I like you. Here's my rate. I'll pay you twenty pounds an hour. There mm-hmm. you go. Okay, mm-hmm. and you'll get that. Mm-hmm. In reality, the job was actually thirty pounds an hour, but I'm not told you that. You've mm. accepted eyes open, £20 an hour. So every hour you work, you'll get £20. You're yes. happy. I'm happy to pay you that because the rest is being paid to the government as a tax. Yes. So in reality, the job is £30 an hour, but you're only getting paid 20 mm-hmm. There you go. You're not paying tax. It's all being done. So that, that could be this so-called uh, corporation tax I'm going on about. It could be worked out. It could be worked out like that. Yes. Which I don't I, I then don't don't feel like I'm a slave. Yes. But then yeah. the thing is, the thing is that is possible with digital currency because it can all be taken care of at the I'll outset. Tell you, I'll tell you when Tyler's going to riot. And I might <laughs> I might be the only person rioting, but I'm gonna riot. <laughs> if I find out one day that they were paying a hundred pounds. <laughs> And giving me twenty, there's going to be a hell to pay. <laughs> I'm, not, oh, I'm not going to be a happy camper after that, man. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shyster freaking government <laughs> is doing that? They're taking five times what I make. What the f? <laughs> when Tony said it, it sounded reasonable. Okay, you know, twenty pounds to tire, ten pounds to us. Yeah, okay. And now I wake up and it's like a hundred pounds to you or twenty pounds to me. That's the actual F man. <laughs> I didn't I didn't sign up for that at all, man. <laughs> that would encourage what you didn't know about didn't hurt you. There you go. That, that would that would encourage secret secret government because people really would reach for pitchforks or they make them themselves. You can, I mean straight away people would be marching on London, man. Marching on London straight away. I mean, they're going to be wanting to 
to to visit violence upon the Poland. You oh, can't do that. You can't. You can't condone that. That's not. No, I, you no, can't I said, encourage it. Either. In this, in this um, theor- theoretical oh, thing, where people wake up and find out that is being oh what. You've been taking a hundred pounds off me instead of twenty, and give me twenty. <laughs> people are just going to lose. But you agreed. Lose their minds. You agreed. No, no, nobody mentioned twenty. We thought it was going to be that. So nobody mentioned a hundred pounds. No, but they also, shouldn't mention a hundred. They're just choosing. It's how. It's like it, okay. It's also, here's an example. Reasonable. Here's an example. Right. You go and you go and look for I don't know a piece of equipment. Right. Hmm. And you barter. You know, hmm. countries that barter. Mm-hmm. So you're bartering for the item, you know, the, the person who's selling it is a lamp. I've got a lamp here. Do you want to barter? And you say, oh, I'll give you $20, $20. And they go, no, 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 that's too low. It should be 30 And you go, no, no, okay, I'll give you 25 And you agree on 24 say, right? Yeah. Now, you've sold it. You've agreed that price. Mm. It didn't cost him $24, did it? Mm. So it's an agreement that you've shook on, you're happy with. So it's like bartering you've come to me i've said tayo here's my rate 20 pound an hour you don't have to accept it but this is the rate 20 pound an hour are you happy with that and you said yes let's shake on it cool and then matey down the road comes for a similar job but he's not happy with 20 he wants to negotiate i said okay look i'll speak i'll I'll, I'll see what i can do okay i'll give you 25 but I'm still paying the tax in the back. You'll get 25 an hour. Now, will you get annoyed that he's now negotiated and agreed a different price because you were happy with your price initially? Of course, I stopped being happy. Have you seen Have you seen the video on YouTube? And if you haven't, uh, especially the audience members, uh, look for it. Um, unhappy monkey, unhappy monkey, search for something like unhappy monkey payments or something like that. It was an uh, experiment. Two monkeys. One was given a cucumber and the other was given watermelon. Okay. Now, obviously, watermelon is sweeter than cucumber. Mm-hmm. When the f- first monkey, oh, so, and the monkeys had to do something, they had to do something to earn. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I think you had the monkeys had to hand over a stone. They would, they would go and fetch a stone from the back of the cage, mm-hmm. take it, hand it over, and then they would get um, a reward. Yeah. In the case of monkey A, the reward was a cucumber. Yeah. In the case of monkey. <laughs> Monkey, I don't know where this is going. B, it was it was it was watermelon. Yeah. So the first time the monkey looked across monkey A looked across the monkey B. I was, yeah, okay. And then the chap came again, he rang the bell, they went and they fetched another stone. And the monkeys came, handed the stone over, A handed the stone over, B handed the stone over. Again, monkey A got a cucumber, monkey B got watermelon. Monkey A picked up the stone and looked at it <laughs> and tried to figure out what the hell is going on. What the hell is going on here? And we got her, and the guy rang the bell the third time. So Monkey, monkey A brought the stone, gave it to the guy, and he should look and see, look at the face, like, what the hell are you going to give me? When was the cucumber? He threw it at the guy's face. <laughs> he actually threw it at the guy. Why do you think? Why do you think? Because I was looking at the way. This is not fair, man. <laughs> so, so you see, even monkeys, that that that, that idea of fairness is innate. So yes. hang on, I'm doing the same job. Yes, I agree 20 pounds because I thought it was worth 20 pounds. Yeah. Now I give him my mate Tony 25 pounds. I tell you what, Tony's a nice guy, but I'm not having it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we're doing the same stinking job. Why do you think? Why do you think companies ban employees talking to one another about wages? Yeah, of course, yes, of course, because of because that reason. Is that? But, but by the way, if you're doing the same job, why are you getting different different pay uh, different pay rates? Seriously, though. No, the, the, you're right. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But it depends on. I mean, it depends on the job, obviously. But if you're if you are doing exactly the same, then the pay should be the same. Granted. Exactly. But if you're in positions where there's slight diversity in terms of what you're supposed to expect, well, then to then, do, then, then people different. can talk about it and yeah. then you can explain. So, well, you said you're doing the same job with Tony, but actually, Tony is putting in an extra five hours a week and yeah. doing this and yeah. that. So and it's it does, does make a difference. So you go, okay, yeah, all right, well, okay, well, fair enough, you know, yeah, like that. I hope Anyways, I can find that video. We, I'd like to send you that video because it's okay, really hilarious. Send it, send it for the benefit of our audience as well. We can see if we can post it on our Facebook page. Our audience can yes. at least have a look. But I'm really mindful. We have now got near to the end of the show. Quick recap. Anything you want to add, Tayo? I, I feel that I made my case. I feel that income tax is immoral. And you're, you've come up with a couple of solutions. I don't know if they're workable. Not telling me how much I'm I'm being stiffed <laughs> for for income tax is a solution because then I don't really see there's been anything to do with me. You know, psychologically, you're taking that money and saying it's it's because I'm working, but I don't really feel like it. I feel like my twenty is mine. So that's a solution that can that if it's if it's practicable, yeah, I can live with that. Okay. Cool. Right. We could discuss this at length, but we really have reached the end of the show for another week.